Hey guys, welcome to the 27th ever episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. Uh, I am Chase Coburn, and today, wow, Spencer Dinwiddie is officially a Washington Wizard. I'm so happy. We'll be going over what I think of the move. As you can probably tell, I'm happy about it. The way I've been uh, acting, we'll also be talking about how the uh, how the channel Hutchinson trade happened and all that, and also how I do not think the Wizards are done for this offseason in general, and just kind of uh, some other things, free agency and all that. But yeah, I mean, there's just so many more things that they can do, and uh, I'm really, really looking forward to it. I hope you guys do enjoy this episode. If you subscribe, follow, share, review, and before we do get into it, the Wizards announced their NBA Summer League. Rosters. I'm not going to go over the the four games that they do play. I am going to be covering the NBA Summer League, which is great. We're going to be able to see some of the young talent, all the Washington Wizards, and how they can produce in the NBA Summer League. And maybe just kind of a short proof on what some of these young guys can do if they do play for the Washington Wizards this season. The biggest names that allow are probably, I don't know, Cassius Winston, Corey Kisper, Isaiah Todd. Uh, I think there's some other guys in there as well. Caleb Holmesley, those are probably the main guys, but uh, we're, we will be covering that. I'm really looking forward to it. But after all that out of the way, let's get into it. Subscribe, follow, share if you haven't said that yet. And let's just get into it. All right, so Spencer Dinwiddie was traded to the Washington Wizards. These rumors have been going on about Dinwiddie going to the Wizards ever since the, I don't know, ever since. Russell Westbrook got traded. I mean, immediately there was a rumor that he would go there. I mean, at first Sean reported it, and then Woj reported it. And honestly, I mean, it's honestly a huge deal. It's definitely a huge deal. I've heard both. I'm still not 100% sure. Was the deal was three years, $62 million, or three years, $60 million. I think ESPN reported three years, 60 and then other sources have reported three years, 62. So we're still going to have to wait and see uh, what the package is for him. I mean, basically what the trade is in general is, and we heard that Chandler Hutchison would be, I don't know, he was rumored that he would be traded to shed some cash space along with the second round pick. I'm sure those rumors were basically just attached to Spencer Dimity trade since both of that news basically came on the exact same day. So, um, I'm not really surprised that Hutchinson was traded. I thought it was going to be separate trade, and so it didn't happen to be Dallas Mavericks like I thought it would. But they did trade him as a part of the Spencer Dimity trade. So what happened is he went to the San Antonio Spurs. They got Chandler Hutchinson in the 2022 second round pick that I believe is uh, from the Memphis Grizzlies. If I'm pretty sure, maybe I'm mixing that up, but. I took him up with Spencer second round pick for the Wizards. Uh, the Wizards get Spencer Dimity, and Brooklyn gets a second round pick in 2025 from the Wizards, along with a 2024 second round pick. That one's uh, from Memphis, and then also a uh, swap pick from the Wizards. I think they can either go to the Nets, Wizards, or Warriors, depending on how that trade goes. I'm still not 100% sure. Details, none of these trades. Could become official till Friday. Obviously, though, the biggest thing in that trade is that Spencer. Oh, and I forgot to say, Brooklyn also got a, I believe it's 11 and a half 
uh, million dollar trade exception. So I honestly think that was one of the biggest uh, takeaways outside outside of doing it going to the Wizards. That was the biggest takeaway that the Nets got that eleven and a half million dollar trade exception. They can definitely use that. But now that we just look at Dimwitty though, I think this is a great signing for the Washington Wizards. They needed a point guard bad and they want to make Bradley Beal happy. And they clearly showed that they, when they traded Westbrook, they basically said, all right, Beal, you're a franchise. Now show us why you deserve to be our franchise. You know, that's what they basically said. And, you know, we're just trying to build around you. Let's see what you can do. And they are trying to bend I don't know if all these moves have been, I, I think that it's been to make a better team, but it's also been to kind of make sure that Bradley Beal is going to have the best roster around him, to build around him to start getting. And obviously, there is some controversy on whether Bradley Beal could be a number one on a team that is very, very good. But if we just look at this, we should have got so much more depth. I know they didn't really have to give up a lot. They gave up a couple second round picks. They didn't have to give up a first round pick. Or Kyle Kuzma or Montrez Harrell. When we found out that the Wizards, when Woj said that the Wizards were gearing a deal to get Spencer Dimwitty, but the Nets were interested in Montrez Harrell or Kyle Kuzma, I had a feeling that this trade could look something like this, and it was. The, that guy on Twitter, that guy that no one really. Uh, Really took anything out of it. Said the Spurs could be a part of a trade for Spencer Dinwiddie. He was right. Shout out to him. I forget his name, but yeah, really nailed that prediction right there. Maybe he had sources. Uh, I'm not 100% sure, but yeah, Spurs were a part of the trade. I feel like the Spurs were pretty desperate right now. I feel like they needed to be a part of the trade. But I just think in general, when you get Spencer Dinwiddie right now, you got way more depth than what you have with Russell Westbrook. You still get a good point guard, a guy that. Uh, I mean, last season they only played three games with the ACL tear. But in 2019, with the Nets played 64 games, only 31 minutes a night, averaging 20 points in six assists a game. And those are very, very good numbers. And Spencer Dinwiddie showed that he can easily be a very valuable player on a team. Now is the year that D'Angelo, uh, I mean, he was great the year D'Angelo Russell went off. He really stepped up. When guys like Kyrie Irving were injured, he really knows how to be a leader and kind of take a big role in the team, which is something I really like out of him. Obviously, injuries are a concern for the Wizards. The fact that they have two guys in the starting line that have had ACL surgery, uh, Spencer Dewey and Thomas Bryant, that definitely could be, um, it definitely could be just, I don't know, uh, weird. I mean, the fact that you have that many guys, but. I just need to look at him in general. If he stays healthy on the court, he could be a guy that averages 20 and 6, probably less than 20 points because he has the league second leading guy who's been the league second leading scorer back to back years as a guy who's really leading the show. But I think Dinwiddie, he really fits more as a number three guy on a team. But I think he could be a number two. I just look at how are the Wizards going to compete in each conference this upcoming season. Because they obviously did get more depth, don't get me wrong. But 
I just looked at the box, right? The defending champions. They're going to probably, they're almost going to definitely be better. The Nets just continue to improve. I think they've had a very, very good offseason so far. They're going to be good back with the big three. The 76ers, even though uh, Ben Simmons has been a little on and off and they're looking to trade him, they're still going to be stacked with Doc Rivers as the coach and Joel Embiid, especially if you can play like a WP caliber self. You have the Heat who have had a great offseason. Being able to pick up pick up some guys, most notable guy being Kyle Lowry on a three year ninety million dollar contract. His free agency. You saw the Knicks pick up Kemba Walker. The Bulls had a great all season picking up Lonzo Ball and DeMar DeRozan to pair up with Zach Levine and Nikola Vucevic. So I just look at it from a perspective of I just named five teams, six teams right there that could be better than the Wizards this upcoming season in the Eastern Conference. So I think what I'm worried about is how does this trade, and I'll put the Wizards over the top, if that makes sense. How does this trade make them much better than what we thought they could be? Maybe there's more depth. I think maybe the Wizards could have some more things planned this offseason, which we will get into later. But I think the Wizards, honestly, I think what they're doing is they, um, maybe Russell Westbrook probably wanted out, and or basically did one out. So like, okay, let's trade him. We probably they probably already knew that Dinwiddie could go to Washington when they traded him. So they're like, okay, maybe we can get Spencer Dinwiddie, right? So you can get Spencer Dinwiddie. We'll get a lot of depth, uh, guys that could be uh, good rotation players because one of the problems with the Wizards last year is their bench unit wouldn't really be able to compete with some other bench units for really high contenders, and that was a problem for them down the stretch. And I think now you got more depth. It would definitely help. So they probably thought of that when they traded Russell Westbrook. So they're probably like, all right, we'll get Dinwiddie. We'll get more depth. I mean, if you really look at it, John Hall was traded for Russell Westbrook, right? The Wizards also had to give up a 2023 first round pick, which we'll get into right now. But when you just look at it in general, the Wizards got Spencer Dinwiddie, Kyle Kuzma, Montrose Harrell, Contavious Caldwell Pope. Aaron Holiday and Isaiah Todd for John Wall, uh, Chandler, uh, and they gave up John Wall, Chandler Hutchison, a 2023 first round pick that is lottery protected, and two second round picks, one in 2024 and one in 2028. You're also receiving some cap space there and trading a guy that is making top five money for not being a top five player in the NBA, so I think the fact that they got his contract off the books, John Wall, is huge. But the thing that I gotta wonder is, does this make Bradley Bell happy? And I know he says he wants to stay, but whenever you think of any moves like this, you always gotta think, is Bradley Bell help, help, uh, happy? Because Bradley Bell, I mean, every year there's trade rumors about Bradley Bell, and none of them ever happen, so they're probably not gonna happen um, soon. But you never know who his contract is up next season on a player option. If he declines that player option, that probably means he will not be on the Washington Wizards. And you know what? I think Beal is going to stay. I just don't know if he's probably thinking what I'm thinking, right? The six teams that I mentioned that have got better this free agency are probably more in all season in general, probably in a more significant amount than the Wizards, and those are six teams that could be better than them. Just like that, at best, you're a seventh seed. And I didn't even mention some of the other teams you're going to have to compete with to get there. Who knows if Raptors could be good again. I mean, there's just some other teams in general, the Boston Celtics. 
Uh, so, I mean, right now, it looks like there's a lot of teams that could be better. So, I just look at Bradley Beal. Does this make him happy? I think so. I think that the fact that they got more depth is huge because when we just look at it, you know, that, think about how much depth the Wizards got out of these trades. I mentioned how many players they got. I think honestly, out of the, I don't know, out of the top 12 guys that they got in their rotation uh, so far, I think, honestly, eight of them, nine of them, could easily be in the top eight of a very, very good basketball team rotation. And that brings more depth. It's just, it, I think it's a more well-rounded team than last year's team in general. And last year's team uh, went 17-2 and two down the stretch and their two stars, like uh, Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. And that's going to get into my next point, though. Does the depth matter if the Wizards don't have stars? I mean, I know I'm not putting a lot in the face. Hopefully, you guys are understanding. But I think my point is, it's just enough to make Bradley Beal happy because if the Wizards aren't winning, he won't be happy. So I guess it's more of a question of, is this doing enough to help the Washington Wizards win? And I, again, I just showed the six teams, seven teams, maybe even eight teams that could be better than the Washington Wizards this upcoming NBA season just in the Eastern Conference. So I think they definitely got to make some moves. And that brings me into the final thing that I'm going to say, and that is that the Wizards, this is not the last thing the Wizards do this whole season. I think they're going to make more trades. I think they're going to make a new signing. They have the full mid-level exception, and guys like Reggie Jackson are still available. I believe Lou Williams is also still available. She said to get a backup guard where you could have his uh, point guards. Mentor Dinwiddie and Aaron Holiday. Uh, or if they get a point guard, then he could be the backup. And then Bradley Beal, either a backup shooting guard or Aaron Holiday, if they can get him. There's rumors for Danny Green. That could be good. Um, he's still available. I just think that this is not the last thing the Wizards will do. They still have a lot of work to do. This free agency in this offseason. If they can somehow pick up a backup guard for full mid-level exception, that would be good. But you're probably like, Chase, why would they use the full mid-level exception? Because... But this is the time to win. Say you don't do good this year, Bradley Beal can leave, and just like that, you're left with nothing. So you got to make sure <clears throat> if you want to win now, you want to win now. And even with the Westbrook trade, they still showed they wanted to win now with getting that much depth. It's all about building around Bradley Beal and him being the centerpiece on the team. I just don't see this being the last big move for the Wizards. Or maybe really, really big move, but like still a move in general. They're going to make some other uh, things this offseason that's going to make at least one more trade and use that mid-level exception the next two days of free agency. And again, we're just going to have to wait and see, but I think the contract that they got for Dimity pretty uh, decent. It's around $20 a year uh, if you do the average for how much money, but honestly, I just think that the Wizards got someone that uh, could run the offense alongside Bradley Beal. Bill needs a point guard. He's built with a point guard. His entire career, John Wall, even when he was injured, Ish Smith was having some good years, and then you got Russell Westbrook, obviously. Now you got Spencer Dinwiddie, 
So I think Beal needs a good point guard. You've got that. Get what he can play a playmaking role. He'll just kind of play his role and be very good at it. He'll have a bigger role because who knows how he'll do. Um, his efficiency could be a problem, but I do think it's good that the Wizards did get someone out of there in free agency. One of the best point guards in free agency this year. And just like that, the Wizards are looking at a pretty decent team going in the 2022 season, and that's without doing any more moves, and I think they will do. So look out for more moves. Spencer Dimity's on the Wizards. If I had to rate trade for the Wizards, I would give it probably a B plus to an A minus. I think it's good. Um, they, uh, I think just in fact, they kind of got the job done. I mean, I'm not going to rate an A plus because it's not like a trade for Kawhi Leonard or something, but it's definitely a good trade for the Wizards to sign and trade. I think there's also a good trade for the Nets, but I think the Wizards got what they need. They got uh, some money off the books with Chandler Hutchison, and just like that, they're looking like a pretty competitive team for the upcoming season, even without the other moves that I think they could do the rest of this offseason. Hope you guys did enjoy this episode. If you did, subscribe, follow, share, review. I talked about it a lot. Hopefully, you all understand it. I just had to really express how I feel about all this, I think. Friends of Dumity has a bright future in Washington alongside Bradley Beal and could definitely be good. Again, subscribe, follow, share, view, and I will see you next time. Peace.